0: Episode 3 of College Students Talking Life, Money, and Other Stuff. We're presented by Scarlet to Black, and today we're talking about free stuff on campus and how the best things in life are free. So, Tyrell, um, we are both seniors at A-State this year. Yes, uh, yes. Let's, let's just talk about, like, the biggest free service on campus, which I would say is the library. Everything in there is free and it's great. There's so many services. Honestly, I think the, the coolest thing, at least, because a lot of people don't have printers. And honestly, printer ink is expensive. But you have allotted um, printing, free, totally free printing at the library. Um, all you got to do is go in with your A-State ID. Or I think you just need to know your number. You don't. It's not like a scan or anything. You type in the number. Um, and I was a junior until I used this, uh, and a lot of other people have taken like advantage of this and they should, they totally should, but I had, um, physical science, the gen ed course, I didn't take it until last year, but I had physical science last year and I would go there with my group mates and we would have to print off our like labs and everything. And I didn't want to use my personal printer cause it was, was so much paper and honestly the ink is too much. So I would just print it off at the library. And I was, I was taking advantage of that. Those 15 page lab reports, they were getting printed on the school computers. And all you do really is you go to one of the computers, you log in, um, you go to whatever you want to print on, and then uh, we go like print. And I don't know the like exact name for it, but it's super easy to tell it's like library printer one or two. Like I think they have two, that um do this and then you go to the printer and like it'll list everyone's um printing so if like someone has scheduled to print something behind you you'll see their stuff too but you just like click on it with like your finger you just like touch and then you type in your like school id and then you can just print that sucker and it's great and i wish i would have been using this the last uh, couple years honestly
1: (laughs) yeah i just not recently got into printing at the library also i mean honestly like I could never see myself studying in the library either, but that was something that like last year I really started doing with the slope of study rooms because I mean, it's your price of private little area where you can study and it's quiet. I mean, there's really not a lot of people usually around in the study rooms unless it's like final time. And during finals, you know, it's kind of like Game of Thrones study room edition, but I mean, it's pretty much easy to find one most times. Um but also with the study rooms, um, they have group study too. So that's really helpful for like doing group projects or working on any type of thing within a group. Um, I know I always tried to get a group study room as much as I could, um, because I would always have either friends with me or some type of someone would always be with me studying. I never really studied by myself. But they also have single study rooms and study rooms for just uh two people. Um the single study rooms are a lot smaller, but they are still there. For uh, you to study by yourself, and they're very quiet. And um, you, there's no, you don't have to reserve a study room or anything. You can just walk into the library and go into the the first floor, second floor. I mean, the second floor, and uh, it's the second to the fourth. Those are the study rooms. You can go on any of those floors. If you find a room, you just get it, close the door, and it's yours. Um,
0: another. Uh, so speaking of study rooms, uh, those like coincide with the tutoring center which is also free service in um, the library and you can find different elements of the tutoring center on the first and third floors. Um, So you usually walk in on the second floor and then you can go down a floor on that nice staircase um, right by the museum entrance, or you can go up um, through the library and take an elevator or the stairs or whatever. Um, And the tutoring center, they offer so much stuff and it's all for free. All you gotta do is make an appointment and show up or call in from zoom or Skype or whatever they use. Um, I've, not personally used a lot of the tutoring center but I know plenty of friends who have um like if you honestly like my favorite part of the tutoring center but this is probably because I'm an English major (laughs) is the the writing center portion because you can literally turn in anything for them to look at Uh, I mean anything as long as it was written an essay a lab report a paragraph a proposal Uh, I don't even know something a a list you had to list something for a class I don't know why turn in that list at the writing center and they'll they'll give you feedback and then I mean honestly if you're getting feedback on it you're probably going to get a higher grade Mm -hmm. um and I know a lot of um a lot of professors push the tutoring center and they should because obviously it's helpful especially if you're um taking a hard class or you're just having a rough go of it Uh, I know my Spanish professors, they really, really push the tutoring center for um, Spanish classes because it's free conversation that you can go and participate in and improve your Spanish. And um, honestly, I think, I don't know, (laughs) it's great. I really should take more advantage of it. I haven't submitted anything really, but I know a lot of people who have, and it has really saved their grades ultimately.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, the tutoring center is really um unique, but also um most colleges on campus actually have their individual tutoring centers also. So like um the Spanish tutoring center, there's you can go to the tutoring center in the library also, but there's also individual tutors for the Spanish department within the department. Um I'm not sure about any other department, but I know there are math tutors on campus. Um, one of my friends, she's a grad, she's a grad student and um she does some math tutoring during the, in the math department. Um Another free service that's really important in the library is of the um it's like obviously there's like books or whatever but um I use for, for my major, I have to, like, go and find research and stuff and, like, information for papers and stuff because I'm a poli-sci major. And so using those books is really helpful because, like, you may find the same information online, but usually in a textbook. And it's very, it very important with, like, because I use a lot of court cases, so like Supreme Court cases. Um, I find it more easy to go to the books and get the court cases and find what I need rather than looking it up online because it's just something tedious about looking on a computer for me. So um, I would also um, take advantage of the basics, like the basic library function of like renting books and stuff. And all you have to do is go up there and you um, you rent the book. They'll take your ID number and um, they'll give you a return date. Most of the time it's not like super soon because it's not something that's heavily used. I think it's like um, two months even. Yeah, it's it's a really long time. Um, you also can like check out uh, any type of utensil you may need, so you can check out whiteboard markers or erasers. Uh, we They'll just take your student ID from you and then you'll use it while you're in the library and you'll go back to the desk and get that back. So the library has a lot of free stuff in it. Um, yeah, and speaking of uh, going
0: to the library for books, um, they've got a really, you know, fabulous, um, I don't know, coded system. But they have this, like, computer off to the side. Like, when you, if you walk in and you go to the right, um, at least that's where it was last time I was in the library. I'm sure it's still there. Uh, if you go into the right, there's, like, a small, like, standing computer. And um, all you do is you type in, like, keywords. It's, like, a word search, right? And then it'll give you, like, a list of um, resources that could be helpful. And then you can click on them and, like, um, look at where they are in the library. So then, like, you just find something and it's, like, Oh, this is on the third floor in the R section, and you know exactly where that book is. Like, you don't have to go scour by yourself necessarily.
1: Yeah, that's or, very important. Uh, so,
0: things that aren't in the library, uh, like the student union. The student union has a lot of free resources as well. Um, specifically, on the second floor, um, the second floor you can find the counseling center, access and accommodations. Um, career services, financial aid and services, you can find all that there. And like, um, they're their own offices. So you just go in and you're like, I have a question about this is, you know, can you help me? Is someone available to help me? And I mean, nine times out of 10, you're going to find someone that's like, of course, of course, I can help you. Of course, we can answer any questions that you may have. Um, And a lot of people don't go to these places when they have questions, they instead just assume like, oh, that's the end. Like, I can't do this now and that's not necessarily true even if you don't want to go into the office you can still email them and they will they will help you to the best of their ability like it might not work out but at least you can say that you tried honestly um like for me specifically with access and accommodation um I wanted to bring my emotional support animal to campus and it was super easy and Honestly, all I had to do was email um one person and then go meet him in person and then send in some paperwork and that was it that was that and it was super easy and they were super helpful and just because I asked i now i now, I can bring my emotional support animal wherever I want now
1: mm-hmm. um, so yeah um also if you don't under if you don't know who may help you with your problem, let's say you have a problem and you're like, "I don't know which office to go to, contact pack support." Um, uh, PAC support is a thing on campus where was a service on campus that's also free and they'll connect you with ever with whomever can help you. So they'll find the best person to help you for you and then they'll put you in contact with that person. Um but along with access and accommodation services, um they also have like free services um with any type of disability. So like there's no charge for that. Um, They kind of have to, it's kind of government mandated, but um, they'll help you with your, um, any type of disability issue you may have in classes. Um, They'll, so like what they'll do, like if you, let's say you need like extra time in your work or you can't take your test in your class. um, So what you'll do, you'll just fill out their um, application online and then you'll go to the office and have an appointment and you'll discuss what you need. And then they'll take it from there. Um, Oftentimes it's not that hard of a process. Um, it's quite easy. You can just the most of the time it gets handled within like one that first meeting. Um, you may just have to fax in some documents, but your professors and stuff will still know that you have that disability and you need accommodations for it. Um, Access and Accommodation Services also has like a testing center for people that have uh, disabilities in like on site within the office. Um, so it's basically it's a, just a room. You can be if you need to be alone in there, you can just ask them and they'll put you in a room by yourself. Um, or the, sometimes there's two people to a room, but there's, oh, there's, I think there's three rooms in the office that they can do testing in, but they're they often give up their own offices to do testing. If there's a lot of testing, like during finals times, um, another service on the second floor of the union is financial aid. Um, so with financial aid, um, they basically do like financial aid stuff for like, um for like students, but like they also have like, they can notarize stuff for you and they'll, they, they're very easy to deal with. So like you can easily just contact financial aid through their email or you can go to the office. If you go to the office, they're very soon. They'll find a counselor for you to speak with while you're there most of the times. Or if not, they'll just email your, they'll tell you to email, they'll email your counselor for you and he'll get, or he or she will get back with you. Um, Alexis, you got anything about that? uh not specifically about financial aid it's um it's a great
0: service if you have any questions about your fafsa or your loans or anything like that um i know i yeah well a lot of people are in certain predicaments where they don't have um easy access to parent um tax information so Mm -hmm. it's really easy if you go to access an accommodation and you just ask them like what do I need? Is there a way I can get this? Is there a way you can help me? Do I actually need this? Is there a different process I can do? And they're very helpful. Um, Everyone's situation is different. And while things are put into a set of rules for a reason, that doesn't mean those rules can't be like, messed with a little bit, you know, in case you don't have um, the material that you that is required, you you can get through it, you know, and they're not going to, tell you no you just you don't get any financial aid because you can't fill out your fast for whatever reason but um if you don't know where these things are um there's a really the, the on the like above the doors there's um, big plaques with their names but even if you can't really figure it out because the second floor is quite large um you can go to the help desk Um, and it's right up the stairs from when you come in like if you're coming in from the first floor and go up and then if you're coming in from Starbucks it's right past Starbucks Mm -hmm. Um, but the help desk is run by students so you don't have to worry about like I don't know anyone adult (laughs) quote-unquote adult thinking like oh why don't they know where this is you just go ask them and be like hey I I think I need to go see financial aid, but I can't find the office. Can you just point me in the right direction and they'll help you out um It's super easy, peasy. They also have all sorts of like flyers and stuff up there for things that you might need like I know they have stuff for the counseling center in case you don't want to go in specifically. You can just grab like a handout and look at it yourself um but yeah, there's a lot of great stuff in the union um but We're going to move on to uh, things like uh, sporting events because as an A-State student, it is like probably one of the biggest privileges, I guess, that you get free admission to any A-State home game, not away games, home games, um, when, when, if you just have your A-State ID on you. Um, I think my favorite part of games, at least for football games, is the tailgating. That is so much fun. Um, Obviously, we talked about it a little bit in the workshop, but That's not really happening right now, but I'm hopeful that maybe next season, um, tailgating can come back, but I've had so much fun tailgating. Um, you get to meet a lot of great people and there's a lot of great food. And honestly, if you have a good spot, you can like watch the football players go by. And if you know any of them, that's cool. You can like wave at them. And I don't know, they give you fist bumps. That'd be cool. Um, also the band uh, members are usually out there in their full dress. So that's cool. Um, cheerleaders come out too so I think that's like the coolest part of the like a football game like the hype because you got to get up there and see them like close up and everything like that
1: yeah. um yeah Tyra you have any good this morning event stories um well I've I've been to a few football games um uh, throughout my college career excuse me um well the the is really easy. So like when you just you go to the gate and you just show them your ID and they just let you in. It's not anything really complicated. Um so yeah, you could there's a student section. I mean, I don't think you necessarily have to send the student section, but you can. And if you in the student section, you may make some new friends. Especially if you're a freshman, you'll get to learn, you get to know some people on campus maybe and get to make new friends or and stuff. I also go to rugby I went to a few rugby games last year. Um, not a lot of people go to rugby games. Um, the rugby fields are all kind of in the back of campus to where like, no, pe- no, no one goes like down the road unless you're going to the rugby fields or to one of the fields back there. But yeah, I went to a few rugby games. Um, the bleachers and stuff aren't as glamorous as the football stadium, obviously, but it was quite interesting because like they, you don't even have to give them your ID at the rugby game. You just walk up and sit down. Like they, they it's a lot more lax than it is at the football stadium. Um, um, I've never, I went to a few baseball games. Uh, one of my roommates, um, he actually does the newspaper and I went to a baseball game and I saw him there. So I, I don't think i talked to him, but I saw him there. He was covering the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the um the game at the time so I don't think I spoke with him baseball is kind of the same it's not very it's it's not really strict the only thing is is that if you go to a football game at the stadium you have to realize you can't have like a big bag that it has to be a clear bag so there's something that and you can't like bring in certain things so you have to make sure you get that you make sure you don't bring in those I think things.
0: that's the, the same for basketball games you have to have a clear bag or you can't yeah. bring in certain things like um I don't think you can bring in your own like bottles. So like if you yeah. like bring your own water bottle, I don't think you can like keep that. You have to like buy something at the actual um stadium. Or what's it called? What's a basketball? Not a court. I don't know. It's <laughs> a court
1: basketball. Has court. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah basketball. basketball's got a court, but I don't know uh, it's, it, the, it's not a
0: basketball.
1: It, it's the first National Bank Arena
0: arena it's the back wall arena there you go first yeah. national bank arena um but um yeah oh segueing off of like sporting events and making friends or whatever uh there's a ton of clubs on campus there's so many like if you go to all the rso or not rso um no no, no the rso page which is the registered student organization page there's so many you can join and like all of them well, I, I'm going to assume all of them, like they do so much, they meet so many new people, um, new opportunities, like free foods plus movies are a plus. Um, I can only speak for personal experience, but I know Tyrell and I are in PBL on campus, which is Five Beta Lambda, which is the collegiate version of FBLA. And we do all sorts of stuff. Um, we have competitions in Little Rock, and then um, those are state competitions. And then we have national competitions each year. People win money. Um, we also do have fun activities like movie nights and game nights, and we do community service. Last year we helped out at um, a local journalism school called Micro Society. So like all of that's just like from one club. That's one club that Tyrell and I are in. <laughs> so like if you're in like quite a few you've got a lot going on for you. And that's great. Like that's not, that's, that's the way to be in college. You have stuff going on. Um, I also joined the, uh, the, the, I don't know what the official name was. I'm just going to call it the Dungeons and Dragons Club on A-State. Um, and that club doesn't do as much as PBL because PBL is obviously a like national societal based, um, organization. But I mean, I still got to meet a couple of people and. Um you know, we got food and had fun and stuff like that uh and I know a lot of other clubs like you don't even have to be a part of them to uh like enjoy the stuff like they just have free admission for certain things for all students like you can go eat and talk or have game night or learn something. I know a lot of clubs get get speakers or um honestly, if you just go to the third floor like any night. And just walk down the third floor. I feel like someone's always in the auditorium. So (laughs) just go see if you can get in there and have some fun. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, are you in any other clubs, Tyrell?
1: Um, Not really, like, not really, like, clubs, like, as big as TVO. I'm in the pre-law club, but that's, like, major base. So, like yeah it's the pre-law club I mean we're kind, like they're kind of active but like since the COVID, coronavirus and stuff they're not really as active as they usually are I'm also a part of the young democrats and on um in on a state's campus um we're they're a lot more active um I usually don't do a whole lot with them because PBL is a lot of time consuming, and so um that's something that I had to realize that like I personally can't stretch myself into being with into like all the clubs and and I can't like stretch myself into doing that because like I realized that like some clubs are very time consuming, such as PBL. But it's only time consuming because you make it that way. Because I made myself, right. have, yeah. It's like I made myself have to do all these things, and I really just wanted to do all these things. And so like things that were optional that everybody didn't have to go to, I would go to because I wanted to do it. And so if you if you find a club that's a good fit for you, you really should do it. It's really important because literally some of my best friends now I met in PBL. So like I came to A-State and I really didn't know anybody except for everybody I graduated with that were, that was already here. And so now I have, I, I got my college friends through PBL. Right, so uh, cool uh, same cool. for
0: me. Most of my college friends have come strictly from club gatherings. Um, Some other clubs like uh, I know, know if you are ever in the humanities and social sciences building um clubs do all sorts of stuff in there um i know the um, gsa or gay straight alliance they do a lot of like things outside um where you can purchase like baked goods or whatever um you can join them i'm sure they'd be happy to have you and then um i, I should know this because i'm a writing series major um but um uh there, there's a, a writing club where i think he they meet once a week or once every two weeks at like 5 p.m. and they just go over each other's like um, creative writing. So I think that's always been really cool. Um, I've always wanted to join. I just never had the time, um, which is an excuse. (laughs) But if you really want to join, make the time. But um, there's so many, there's so much stuff out there for so many different people. Like like Tyrell said, we have political clubs. We have organizational clubs. We have um, belief-based clubs, um, like religion beliefs. Um, all sorts of stuff so check it out check out the uh registered student organization page um but other than that um obviously we're scarlet to black um you can't find us in the union or the library but you can find us uh in the neil griffin college business on the third floor um or at least that's where you can find our advisor dr two <laughs> um oh well, we're a group of students and hopefully since you've been listening to this podcast um you've learned a little something we do financial literacy in many different forms Uh, tyrell and i cover workshops and podcasting that's what we're here for um we also have another member melanie ricker she does peer-to-peer financial counseling so if you ever just need someone to talk to you about budgeting or um just like money in general or your financial choices in general um that's what she's here for um and we have a couple other members who do a bunch of different other stuff we have a member in the how transition program a -hmm. member who works with elementary and middle and high school students a member who does most of our um technical work and then we have a new um research member so we do a lot of stuff and we'd love to come talk to you if you ever need someone to talk to about anything Mm -hmm. your class yourself like Mm -hmm. whatever you need um but uh one last thing we're going to cover is like college student deals so this isn't like a state or like anything like that based it's like you just because you're a college student uh Tyrell has a lot of <laughs> a lot of uh, like good feelings for this
1: so you want to go um yeah so I really take advantage of this because I myself but um no um so I really didn't know a lot of college student deals until I was looking into getting Amazon Prime and so it was just one of those things, I was like, hmm, maybe I should get it. So I looked on there and they had a student discount and it was literally half off. Like I do mine yearly. So it's half off the yearly cost, which made it more like it's less expensive. if You do it for a yearly, obviously. And so I just did that. I think it was like 50 bucks. And so I had, so that's one of the student discounts that we're that we're going to discuss. Um, but there's also like, most streaming services have student discounts such as um, I believe I have Apple Music and Spotify, and they're both. Um, I think they're both four ninety nine each, so they're five dollars. Um, I also have um, some like TV streaming streaming services. I know like CBS; they do the Their streaming service is also five dollars. Um, I'm not sure about Netflix, but I know Hulu does a bundle for students, where you can get. Um, yeah, Hulu.
0: that is probably my favorite. Thing about being a college student, honestly, <laughs> because no so I have Spotify Premium, right? And like Tyrell mm-hmm. said, it's four ninety nine a month. So like, cool, I'm still in that. And then uh, last October, I was like, I want to get Hulu too. And then Hulu was like, if you have Spotify Premium already, you can bundle it and pay the same amount. So listen here, I pay four ninety nine a month for Spotify Premium, Hulu, and Showtime. That's like I don't even know the math on that. It's less than two dollars a piece. Yeah, I'm not like I mean that's the greatest, um, and like a ton of stuff like we as college students like people are really trying to help us out because they know and you know, we ain't got the money for a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. but um, yeah I know um my Microsoft and Apple they do a lot of deals for college students like percentages off and everything like that, um but everything is subjective and liable um, to change because. Just because you're a college student, they can't be giving you like a very great discount on like a brand new lock, laptop, you know. Like they're trying to help you out, but they also can't be losing money, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Um. But I think maybe the biggest thing that college students are just getting into is credit cards. And for credit cards, um, there's a lot of different companies out there. I personally only have one credit card, and it's through Discover. And through Discover, as a college student for my first year um, every cash back that you earn. So like, well, th- so the premise of a credit card is like, you know, it's a, it's credit. <laughs> so, but um, certain credit cards give certain cashbacks back. So if you spend, I don't know, $500 or something, you have 1% cash back that's $5. Mm. Right. So if I only spent $500 that whole year on my credit card and I get $5 at the end of the year, I get $10. So like double it. So like, you should really be like trying to use your credit card specifically for that because they're giving college students free money. It's free money. And if you recommend a friend your Discover card um, and they get it, you both get $50, $50 $53 for nothing for recommending them because they ordered a credit card. Now you can't be doing this like willy nilly. Like you can't be recommending yourself a thousand credit cards. Like uh, one legit friend you recommend (laughs) right okay and then you both get fifty dollars um but that's that's what i use the most that in my spotify bundle um as a college student Mm. um i know a lot of places do like uh off on clothes and stuff like that i don't know specific brands or anything like that but um a lot of places do stuff to help out college students uh it's hard life but
1: but um yeah you got anything else Tara? i do not i think that's a really good way to conclude our work our podcast today um so yes um so i um tyrell andrews that's alexis Litter, and we would like to thank you for coming to our podcast today um and please listen to the next one Let's check out our next
0: you're right <laughs> thanks y'all thank you